Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Great to see everybody. Amen. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Matthew, chapter number 6. Matthew, chapter number 6. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Don't worry about tomorrow. Amen. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. We give you all the glory and we give you all the praise. Have your way today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Clap your hands and you may be seated. I want to preach on the subject, this moment. This moment. Amen. You know, it's good to look ahead. Amen. It's good to look forward to things, to look forward to retirement, to look forward to vacations, to look forward to the weekends. It's always good. Look forward to a birthday coming up. Everybody's got a birthday coming up. It might be 365 days away, but even if you had one yesterday, but it's coming up. Amen. And in my wife's case, Christmas is coming up. Amen. After the, on the 26th of December, Christmas is just around the corner. Praise God. Amen. I, I was at somebody's house yesterday and they still had their Christmas decorations up inside. And I thought, okay, that's nice. We're still in January. Praise God. But it's good to look forward. It's good to plan. It's good to save for the future and plan for the future. That's all very important. It's, it's important to have goals. It's important to have dreams. And all of those have to do with tomorrow usually. Amen. But since we have no promise of tomorrow, amen, we've, we've just got right now. And that's what we need to focus on. And if we, we, it's good we need a goal, but if we don't focus on right now, the goal's not going to get done, praise God. You know, when God blesses us uh, to wake up in the morning, and we don't want to take that for granted. When we were kids, we took it for granted. Amen. Maybe sometimes right now we take it for granted, but every day we wake up, because some people don't. Right. Amen. Every day we wake up, that's a blessing. Amen. Amen. And God has given us another moment. Amen. And so today is the 30th of January. Amen. And uh, we say, well, I got all day. I got plans. And some of you might have plans for lunch after church. You got maybe some chores to do or some runs to the errands to run or things. Or you maybe just going to go home and take a nice nap before work tomorrow or whatever. You got a lot of plans. (laughs) Praise God. But can I tell you something? We don't have any promise of even lunch today. Praise God. We are in church right now. This moment. Amen. And we've got to make this moment count. Praise the Lord. Praise God. So we don't have later this morning. We don't have this afternoon promise. We don't have this evening or, you know, right before we go to bed tonight, we don't have all that promise. When it's all said and done, all we really have is this moment in time. Amen. 
Praise God. And I'm the kind of guy, you could ask anybody in my family, I'm the kind of guy that I, I struggle with that sometimes because I'm, always, I'm, I'm sometimes the kind of guy that goes on vacation, you know, a five-day vacation. Okay, we got four days left. Okay, we only got three days left. Okay, we only got two days left. Hey, quit talking about what you got left. You got some time to go right now. Yeah, when we get home, I got to do that. Forget about getting home and doing that. Amen. You're in vacation. Let's go and get excited right now. Amen. We're about ready to go eat or something. We got to live in the moment. We got to live in the moment. Praise God. Amen. So when you think about it, life is really made up of a culmination of moments. It's this moment upon that moment upon that moment. Amen. But we've got to live in the moment. Enjoy every moment. Like the old saying goes, stop and smell the roses. Amen. Take a little time. Amen. Stop and smell the roses. Like they say, when you have people that you love in your life, uh, tell them you love them often. Amen. Because we see in this terrible time that we have, have experienced in these last couple of years, there's people that can't tell somebody they love them anymore because they lost them. Amen. So every moment when you have the opportunity, tell them you love them. Give them a hug. Amen. Live in the moment uh, and make memories. Praise God. Don't miss or overlook the wonderful things God has put in our lives right now. Amen. Oprah said this, living in the moment means letting go of the past and not waiting for the future. It means living your life consciously, aware that each moment you breathe is a gift. Amen. Thank God. Too many people are waiting for some future time to start enjoying their life. Yeah, I'm going to work really hard, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm going to work until I drop it, and then when I get to be 65 or whatever, amen, I'm going to live in the moment. Praise God, I'm going to enjoy life. But no, you need to enjoy it all the way along. You don't know if you're going to get to 65. You hope so. Amen. Praise God. You know, there's been many times, and maybe you're, you've experienced this, you know, I've gone to Costco many times. You know how Costco has... You know, there's some of the same things all the time, but then on some of the, uh, you know, some things they only have just as a special thing that's only there for a week or two or whatever. Amen. And not even a week or two, because there's been times where I've went and I've went around and, you know, looked at all some of those little specialty items or whatever. And I go, oh, I really want that, you know, but, oh, I'll just come and get it next week or whatever. It's fine. You know, maybe I didn't have the money right then or whatever. And then I go next week and it's not there. And then I go to another Costco. It's not there. Oh, no, I didn't live in the moment. Of course, maybe I didn't really need that thing. It was just another <laughs> thing going in a drawer or a cupboard. Amen. But like any guy that has tools around here, you can't have enough tools. Amen. So another hammer, another drill, another this, another little gadget, whatever. It's all nice. We'll just throw it in another drawer. It's nice to have in a rainy day. Praise God. But live in the moment. Amen. You want that? Enjoy life. Praise God. Even the wise man Solomon in the book of Ecclesiastes, he said we should enjoy life. Amen. We should, we should live in a moment. He was saying to many things because sometimes life is vanity and vexation of spirit and, and we get to, we see what we think we're going to get to and it's not there. And so we, we wasted time while we thought we were going to get over to somewhere. Let's enjoy it right now. Amen. As best as we can. Amen. Praise God. So our text verse, that first part said, 
Therefore, in Matthew 6, 34, do not worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about it. It's important that we focus on the here and now because we cannot do anything about tomorrow anyway until it gets here. Yeah, I got this. I got my big list to do. And I got my to-do list every Monday. I, I do a lot of things. You know, I run to the cleaners. I run to the bank. I run this. I run that. I'll hit Starbucks and get myself a tea. That's very important. Amen. And I'll do this or I'll do that. But, you know, that's all, all nice plans. And it's good to have your little checklist. But you know what? I got right now. Amen. I got the 30th. I don't even have the whole 30th. I, I hope I do. But I got right now in this church service. And I got to make it count. Amen. Like, you know, so basically, if you're living in the moment, this is, you're thinking, this, this could be my last church service. What am I going to do? Amen. I got to get a hold of God. I got to really get in focus. Amen. Amen. I don't want to think about lunch right now. I'm, I'm in church right now, and I want to focus on that, praise God. What we have at any given time is this moment. Amen. Wherever we are, this moment, let's make the best of it. Amen. Hallelujah. Proverbs 30, 28 said, Say not to thy neighbor, go and come again, and tomorrow I will give when thou hast it by thee. In other words, you've got something to give in your hand, and you tell your neighbor, Hey, go and come again later, and tomorrow I'll give you something, or tomorrow I'll help you out, or tomorrow I'll, I'll encourage you, or tomorrow I'll send you a card, or tomorrow I'll give you a phone call, tomorrow I'll pray for you, whatever. He said, when you have it to give, when you have something to give to somebody, and we all have something. We're not talking about just money. It's talking about your time and your talents, a shoulder to cry on, an ear to listen. Amen. You can shed some tears for somebody or whatever. You can laugh with somebody. Amen. Praise God when you have it to give. Don't tell them tomorrow. Praise God. Amen. Do it now. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't wait till tomorrow. Amen. Praise God. Don't wait till tomorrow to bless somebody. Don't wait. Do it today. Amen. Do it right now. Don't wait till later on to help somebody. Do it now. You never know. Because tomorrow might be too late. Don't let the moment pass. Don't let the opportunity pass. Because a moment affords us opportunities. Amen. An opportunity is not necessarily going to be tomorrow, even though there are going to be many opportunities that the Lord allows us to, to get to tomorrow. But you know what? They're all made up of a moment. An opportunity happens in a moment. Amen. A phone call, you know, a job opportunity, uh, this opportunity or whatever. Amen. There's always, you know, you being in this place at this time. Praise God. We got to be in the moment. There are windows and doors of opportunity that open and close in a moment's time. Amen. And there's an old saying, amen, and if you're a blacksmith, you, 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 you would know what this old saying means, but it means that the time to strike is when the iron is hot, amen, when they, they don't hit the, they don't start hitting that metal until that metal gets red, even white hot, amen, because it's not pliable and it won't bend when they're making horseshoes or when they're making anything, amen, you got to get it to a certain temperature, amen, and then it's time to strike, amen, but then when it cools off, when the moment passes, it doesn't help. We got to be in the moment. Hebrews 11.1. 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now this verse, you can look at it and say now faith. And I've heard it preached. We got to have now faith. 
Amen. Not tomorrow faith. Amen. It's easy to have tomorrow faith than to have now faith. Oh, you better believe it. I'm going to believe God that in 2023, you're going to get healed. That, you know, that's a whole year away. So that's easy. I just put that, all, that, that expectation and, and prayer answer to 2023. Oh, no, not next month. Now, how about now, faith? I believe before you leave the service today. Amen. I believe before you leave the service today that God's going to touch you. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. We got to have now faith. I know sometimes now faith can be a little scarier than tomorrow faith because now faith, you got to put up or shut up like the old saying goes. You got to like, oh man, now faith, I got to believe for right now because the moment's here. Amen. But you know what? I believe it'll happen. Amen. Yes. Because before you ever came in here, I was walking around in here by myself and I was praying, Lord, give us faith. Lord, yes. I pray for angels. I pray for the blood. I pray for the name. I pray for everybody to be healed emotionally, spiritually, physically. Amen. Mentally, in Jesus' name, in this moment, in this service right now. You know, David was the writer of most of the book of Psalms, quite a, quite a bit of it. And there was a Psalm in uh, chapter 73 where he, if you read the first several verses, he's talking about getting his eye off of God a little bit and looking at what's happening in the world, what's happening with people that aren't serving God, and it got him a little bothered. He was looking and seeing that, uh, that, that wickedness and, and evil seemed to be being uh, rewarded, seemed to be being blessed, and he saw that the what he called the prosperity of the wicked and he said they don't seem to have any troubles. They don't seem to have this or that like, like God's people. And he was looking at things wrong. He was just in a wrong place at that time in his, in his life. Amen. But it kind of threw him off. Amen. And uh, But then the Bible said, Then I went to the house of the Lord and I realized... <laughs> Everything's going to be okay with God's people. Amen. amen. I realize that the wicked, amen, they're not better than, off than we are. Amen. We're just seeing that, praise God. But behind the scenes and ultimately down to, amen, to the end of the line, amen, that God is going to judge all situations. Praise God. Amen. And that we need to, as we look out and, and we see things happen in this world so fast and it's making our heads spin, amen, we just need to hold fast to the hands of Jesus, amen, and believe that it's going to be okay, hallelujah, we got to be in the house of God, we got to be in the word of God, we got to be in prayer, and if we do those three things, amen, we are not going to get off course, we're not going to be having wrong thinking, he said, after he realized uh, that he was on the wrong track in his thinking, he said in Psalm 73, 19, how are they brought into desolation as in a moment they are utterly consumed with terrors. Amen. Praise God. It may look like something. Things might look deceiving. Things might look different. But you know what? In a moment, yes. things can change. Yes. They can change for other people yes. that don't live for God, and they sure can change for us Thank who do Jesus. live for God. In a moment, you can be healed. In a moment that maybe you've been struggling with a sickness for a long time, but in a moment, yes. the healing comes. In 
In a moment, you can be filled with the Holy Ghost. In a moment, God can turn your situation around. Oh, that's why we got to be up in tune and all ready with our antennas up, spiritual feelers out, because God is ready to do it in a moment. And it could be this moment. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. There's no better time for someone to be saved than this moment. Well, you know, we, we read in the Bible where, like in the book of Acts, where people came to talk to Paul, and, and uh, Paul was taken captive when he appealed to Caesar, and he, he was in the charge of uh, the governor, Festus and Felix, and I think it was Festus, he spent some time and talked with Festus, and, and uh, Festus got a kind of, you know, because Paul, he didn't care who he was, <laughs> he was using the moment, you know, even though he was in chains and he was, he was in prison, he's preaching to everybody, he's preaching to the guards, in fact, tradition and history says that they, they had a, a guard posted with, with uh, Paul uh, all the time between that time he left uh, you know, Israel, and he went to Rome, and they had to keep switching the guard because he was converting too many of those Roman guards. He's living in the moment, but he's talking to Felix or Festus, and he started talking to him about about the end, the the end, and judgment of God and, and uh, salvation and everything. And he said, he said, go your way, Paul. He 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 said, uh, he said, I'll listen to you at a more convenient season. In other words, tomorrow I'll come back and talk to you about that. You got me all kind of, whoo, I had to like almost make a decision or something. You see, amen, that was that, that was maybe was Festus's moment. And he let, he goes, I'll listen to you in a convenient season. And then later on, King Agrippa came to visit Festus and he wanted to hear Paul's story. And uh, King Agrippa uh, heard it and Paul appealed to him. And King Agrippa knew all about the Jews and knew about uh, the, the church and Jesus and everything. And he started uh, telling Agrippa about all this stuff. And he said, he goes, I know you know all this, King Agrippa. And I know, you know, you know about what the prophet said. And, and, and at the end, King Agrippa said, almost you persuade me to be a Christian. Almost. But you know what? Almost doesn't get anybody to heaven. Amen. Almost like my dad used to say is only good in horseshoes and hand grenades. Because with the hand grenade, you just kind of almost need to get kind of by that person and it'll be taken care of. And, and, and horseshoes, you get close to the pole and you get a point or something. Amen. But in salvation and in life, almost doesn't cut it. Amen. We got to make a decision. Amen. And I'm so glad I'm looking into the faces of people that have made up their mind. They got their foot on the rock and their minds made up. Amen. And they're going all the way with Jesus. Not almost, but all together, all the way. Oh, hallelujah. Sold out the whole route. Praise God. There's no... 
The uh, 2 Corinthians 6.2 said, Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation, not tomorrow. There's no better time to be saved than this moment. There's no better time to give your life to God than this moment. It doesn't matter what you did in the past. God has got enough grace to take care of our sins. Amen. And put us on the rock and clean us up and get us in a new way. Make us a new person, a new creature. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. There's no better time than this moment to turn your back on sin and the spirit of the world and follow Jesus with all your heart. There's no better time than this moment to be used by God. Amen. And to shine bright for Jesus in this world. For the darker it gets, the brighter the light shines and, and the more impact it has. Praise God. So like the chorus says, don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Let the Savior bless your soul right now. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Well, next Sunday, Pastor. Next Sunday. Man, I'm going to come in here with my tennis shoes on. I'm going to run around. I'm going to get blessed. Why next Sunday? Are we going to be here next Sunday? I, I'm planning on it. You know, got it on my schedule and all that. I'm the pastor, so I should be, right? Amen. I'm planning on it, but we don't know. We got this Sunday. Amen. Let the Savior bless your soul this Sunday. Right now. Don't wait for Thursday or Sunday next week. This Sunday. And finally, the reason why we need to live in the moment, why we need to be watching and praying, why we need to be in tune with the Lord and being led by His Spirit is because Jesus is coming again. Amen. And did you know that there are no Bible prophecies yet to be fulfilled before the, uh, the rapture of the church? And that's different than the second coming of the Lord. The rapture, he doesn't come back to the earth. He, he waits in the air and the trumpet's blown and we get up there to meet him and we go away for a while and then we come back for the second coming. But we're waiting for the trumpet to sound. We're waiting for the shout of the archangel. Hallelujah. And we got to be living in a moment so we don't miss that opportunity. Amen. 1 Corinthians 15, 51. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, which means we shall not all die, but we shall all be changed in a moment. In a moment. It's going to happen in a moment. There's no two-minute warning. There's no advanced warning. Amen. There's no hurricane warning or storm warning. Amen. Or some typhoon siren. Amen. That something's coming. Oh, no. It's going to happen in a moment yes, for those yes. who are made themselves ready. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Amen. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up into victory. Yes. Amen. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? Oh, let's all stand this morning. Let's all stand this morning. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.